I can't be the only one that thinks there's something inherently funny about injuries. So depends what kind of injury. I think most injuries are kind of funny. I mean, if you slow them down. You slow them down. People are watching millions of hours of fail blog online. And yet when a hockey player gets injured, everyone acts like it's a funeral. Severity of injury, time that the injury happened long ago. I mean, I mean, too soon is something. And is it too soon to joke about Steve Moore? We're not joking about Steve. Let's be clear. Right. By having this conversation, we're not joking about Steve I'm Moore. I'm just wondering if it's too we're soon. We're discussing whether it's too soon to, to joke about Steve Moore. You can joke about things that are terrible. I mean, we wouldn't have joked about that when it first happened, but... But is it too soon to say that Steve Moore's neck might not have been the strongest neck to begin with? Mm, yeah, that does sound it does too sound soon. too soon. Yeah, that, that was a hypothetical. Soon. Yeah, it's a hypothetical joke. A hypothetical joke to see where the soon. boundary is. Yeah. We'll cut this out. If this gets cut out, it's fine, right? Burr too soon. Maybe I should try some more. More jokes? Or less jokes? Write us in. Let us know. Yeah. Tell us... Um... <laughs> Tell us what? You know I'm trying to make an Ed Belfort pun. <laughs> <laughs> We're always trying to make Ed Belfort puns. I'm trying to make an Ed Belfort pun. Bertuzzi's career really um, was really affected by that. Bertuzzi's career was affected... He's the real... Uh, I mean, unsung victim. In that I mean, whole I know, thing. I know that sounds like an obvious statement, and it, that's because it is. What I mean is, his talent was affected. It got in his head. His conf- He lost his confidence. He did lose his confidence. Which really, he should have been in in, in a different in a in a post apocalyptic age. His confidence would be bolstered. Don't you think that there's some kind of uh, wonderful Greek tragedy to the idea of like mm-hmm. one of the scariest men in the NHL? And after the Steve Moore thing happened, he just looked like he had the shit scared out of him. Yeah. He, he was, was scared around the ice, scared to hit people. It wasn't the same player. No, and it was just the same like, player at all. There's something poetic about he found where his fear was. Yes. You yeah. Know, he discovered true. a part of himself. There could He might be the hockey player that could have a kind of a Tanya Harding style biography made about him. Yeah. It's almost like he learned his lesson in a weird way. He learned a lesson. About himself. Probably. Also, screw Steve Moore. He's a jerk. That the, no, everybody <laughs> talks about Bertuzzi uh, doing that thing. To Steve Moore. How about what Steve Moore did to Nasland? Talk about is, that. We're just gonna have this debate. Maybe we should Samboni injuries. <laughs> Let's Samboni Let's injuries. Samboni injuries. Man, we really went in deep. We went in deep, real fast. I think that territory. That's how you know a joke is too soon. If the joke then leads to a serious discussion right. about serious topics, yeah. the joke was too soon. Right. But if you can make a joke, get a laugh, move on, it's probably time you can joke about that. We should probably get a laugh, move on, and start the Hockey Sport Podcast. I think that means we probably should cue the Hockey Sport Podcast theme music. Cue it, baby. Cue it, cue it now. It's always uh, our favorite part of the entire episode. Um, as always, uh, I'm Daniel Doney. He is Daniel Doney. That's Stephen Morgan over there. I'm Stephen Morgan. And we are your tour guides through the world of hockey sport. Yeah, and we know a lot. You've got good tour guides today. Uh, we're really informed. We can take you through the whole museum of hockey sport history, future and present, past, ghosts, Ebenezer Scrooge. You're going to learn a lot. If you can follow that sentence you're in great hands yeah that's when we test our listeners with confusing sentences mm-hmm. 
Kind of a tongue twister for the brain. Yeah, sort of a grammar rodeo. A grammar rodeo. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Did Zamboni you stay town? On? What? The grammar? <laughs> you got to stay on for eight seconds. Eight seconds. If you've made it to this part of the podcast, which looks like it's possibly five minutes in. I'd love to know the history of... That'd be an interesting thing. We what? should treat our podcast like a rodeo and say who can listen to the entire episode. And show us your high scores, people. I'd love to know the history behind the eight-second rule in the rodeos. I don't know what that rule is. So the rule is you have to stay on... Not because I don't know rodeo, but Mm. I've done so much rodeo that I no longer remember the rules of rodeo from the hoof kicks to the head. Yeah, that would make sense. Sorry, guys, we already Zambonied injuries, and I just made an injury joke. Is that too broad a Zamboni? For those of the people out there that don't know what a Zamboni is, we Zamboni the stories that we won't be talking about because they don't need to be talked about. But they should be talked about. So we're not talking about injuries. Was that clear? Did I just grammar rodeo that one too much? Okay, well. Eight second rule. So what's the eight second rule? You got to stay on the bull for eight seconds. And if you do, then your rodeo run counts. And then they judge that. But if you get thrown off, I think it's eight seconds. That sounds right. I don't know. I'm not from Calgary. If you're from Calgary, write us in. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're from Calgary, write us in about anything. Yeah, we're, we'd love to hear from... What's it like? Flames fans. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad time to be a Flames fan. They're in the playoffs. What would you call a uh, rodeo? Uh, probably maybe cow sport? Saddle boom. Saddle. It really does look like a saddle, saddle sport. Saddle sport? Mm. Yeah, saddle sport. We've already had a good. kicking sport, so it's not kicking sport. But the, there's a lot of kicking in that. Buck sport? I do like buck sport. You can go with that. First Zamboni of the night. Uh, we're going to Zamboni coaches. We've been hearing a lot of talk about coaches challenge. Should they be able to do it? Do we care? I don't know. In fact, we're not going to weigh in. We're Zamboniing coaches challenges. It's been talked about a lot. Austin Matthews did something. I don't know. You know, when, when they first started talking about the coaches challenge, uh, I thought about the NFL. They have a coach challenge, and what they do is they they throw something on the field. And I think that the coaches should have to throw something onto the ice, like a little flag or or a or a beanie baby or something like that. A beanie baby? Yeah, they have hockey beanie babies. I had a, a hockey player, Ty. Those are worth a lot. It now. didn't end up being worth anything. I think they're worth like... Turns out there's a very small section of the population that both likes hockey and collects Beanie Babies, and its name was Steven. Me too. And my sister. Hmm? I think Your probably girls that like hockey probably collected Beanie Babies that more than players. guys. That, well, no, that's not true, because I collected Beanie Babies too. Nice. I did too. Nice. Man. Okay, we can edit this part out. So people think we're cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, next Zamboni of the day. These are the stories we're not talking about today. We're not going to talk about the trade deadline. It's like not here yet, and the, the stuff hasn't happened. So when there's trades to talk about, we might talk about them. But we also probably won't. Here's all the trade talk you're going to get in, in a nutshell right now. Oh, uh, is Ottawa going to trade Carlson for uh, Tavares? Great. Great. Or, I think... Probably not. 
but great but great i think that a lot of sportscasters uh traffic in obscene statements that make no sense at all Mm -hmm. like i think carlson should be traded for uh nugent hopkins and then they just wait for the Twitter mentions and stuff. They're making outrageous statements in an order to get lots of viewers. And guess what? We're not going to do that. We're going to play that Why? game. Why? Because nobody listens to our podcast. And we've never said anything outrageous. Apologies to the family of Steve Moore. You know what? Beyond trade deadline, I think that we should just Zamboni Evander Kane. Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah. Wearing that tracksuit. I feel like... Every year there's a few people that are like the, the person that's going to get traded and people talk about them a lot, but no one cares about Evander Kane. I don't know Evander Kane personally. I don't know his family or his history or his greatest fears or what he truly wants to do in the world or even his personality or even what he sounds like or talks about. I really don't even know much about his hockey sport talent. Is there a but at the end of this? Um, the but is that I think he's... Probably kind of a jerk. Yeah, he has that reputation for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a safe bet and say that Evander Kane isn't going to win the Stanley Cup this year. I think that's a safe bet. Yeah. So those teams out there that are trying to trade for him, so they do. Does that work ever? You know what? To be honest. Did it's... Kevin Shattenkirk win the Stanley Cup last year? I mean, it didn't work for Marion Hossa three nope. years in a row. It worked on the third year. Oh, did it work on the third yeah, year? Yeah, he won on the third <laughs> okay. year. Well, those first two years. But at that point, it's just hilarious. odds, right? That's what <laughs> yeah. Yager's been trying to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, yeah. So I'm happy with uh, not talking about Evander Kane. We, we've already talked about him a record amount this episode, so the Zamboni hasn't gone very Yeah, well. really not that interesting a player. Kind of a blip in the universe of hockey sport. Mm-hmm. Just a very quick... If you really think about the universe as a whole, let's think about the universe as a okay. whole. Humanity is a very small it. blip in the universe. Evander Kane's even smaller. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we, sh- we should never talk about him ever. It kind of makes you think that, that way. nothing matters. Parmesan. Ooh, who we gonna Parmesan? Some Parmesan cheese. Who we gonna Parmesan? We're gonna Parmesan uh, Boone Jenner. Boone Jenner. We are disappointed in you. In fact, let's just permazam all the Jenners. All the Jenners. And the Kardashians. Okay. And. Nope. I was going to say OJ Simpson, but he might come up. Yeah, that could be a world of other sport exclusive. Yeah, that's true. So just the Jenners, the Kardashians. And, and Boone Jenner. Gwyneth Paltrow? I'm just throwing that in there. No, I think you've overstepped <sighs> the permazam. It's true. We could make a what's in the box joke. That will definitely happen. Because that's always funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't think we can permazam Gwyneth Paltrow. I think you've overstepped. Really? No. We, we need unanimous support of both hockey sport podcast people, if that's our title. Yep. And I don't think Gwyneth Paltrow deserves it. She's She had nothing to do with Boone Jenner standing us up last episode. Uh, Boone Jenner, we know that Vegas is a scary mafia-controlled uh, mafia? Okay. Cartel. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Vegas is very scary, and I, I can see why Boone Jenner didn't want to come on our podcast. I think the words that you were searching for burned out desert hole of carnage and chaos. Okay, Sorry. I can't believe I forgot that. Yeah, that was so dumb of me. Uh, and I know that it's uh, scary to come on a, a podcast as cutting edge as us, but we invited you on Boone, and you didn't show up. You just texted us saying you couldn't. So f you. So f you. You're permazammed. You will never be talked about in the show again. 
boom, how does it feel, Boone? I bet you regret it. I bet you have massive regret right now. So that uh, now if you add that to the list of all the other shows that never talk about Boone Jenner, it makes um, all of them. He's like a... We were your last chance. He's almost a smaller blip than Evander Kane at this point. When you think about the entire universe and the trillions of atoms that make up a random scattering of somewhat meaningless mm. life that we call existence. Keep going. I'd say that Boone Jenner is practically zero. There's more neurons in the human mind than there are stars in the sky. And there's more topics on the Hockey Sport podcast than Boone Jenner is a part of. And that's because all the topics on the Hockey Sport podcast are not about Boone Jenner because he's been permazammed. Oh, I was like, I brought it together. Math, poetry. I went in there blind and I came out deaf. Sorry, did you want to say something about no, defending that fine. joke? No, it's fine. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> this episode, if you guys haven't noticed, um, if you start uh, this episode, with the first time we say Zamboni and play Dark Side of the Moon, it syncs up perfectly. Yeah. And that uh, last bit, the tirade of mathematical poetry that Daniel just uh, uh, embarked on. Great kick in the sky. Was just, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Great kick in the sky. <laughs> on this day in hockey history and all history, because, like we've talked about, a big theme of this episode appears to be uh, the, universe. the universe and the meaninglessness of existence. Or the meaning of existence. Which is... The meaningfulness of existence. Which is... Uh... You got it. Hang on, we're going to get it. No, you got it. I believe in you. Having a good time. We're here for a good time. Not we're a long time. We're here for a good time. Not a long time. We're here for a good time. Not a long Is that Trooper? That's Trooper. Guys, if you don't know this band Trooper, Canadian band, mm -hmm. uh, check them out. They're here for a good time. Not a long time. Not a long and uh, I feel like it was a long time ago that they were popular. Are they the boys in the bright white sports car? Or did they see boys in a bright white sports car? I think that they saw them and then they were waving their hands in the air to get their attention, but they just drove right by. Right, because they say, who do they think they are? Who do they think they are? I think they were offended by the boys in the bright white sports car, I who might have been hockey players. Probably Danny Healy. Might have been Danny Healy. They were probably waving their hands in the air trying to say, stop! Stop! You're going too fast! You're going too fast! So on this day in hockey history, I told you guys to buckle up, 1971 uh, on this were day... Were you saying that to our listeners or to... The boys at the Bright White Sports Club. I'm saying that to our listeners, yeah, so it actually awesome. sounds like... <laughs> For the record, I never told Danny Heatley to buckle up. I wish I had. Just going to move on from that. Yeah, it wouldn't have helped. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, this is the episode where we get a letter from somebody, I think. Someone's attorney saying, you guys just can't talk about this stuff. Yeah, and then guess what? We'll permazam you. You don't want to get zam people. No. That's get our a, trump card. You, you get a letter from our lawyers when you get permazammed. Yeah. It's it's notarized. Cease and desist. Well, guess what? You're permazammed. Mm -hmm. 1971. Mm -hmm. uh, beginning great of year. beginning of a couple great Zeppelin. franchises. Mm, Zeppelin. So a couple good franchises started in the 70s, and uh, one of them was Buffalo. 
On this day, January 29th, 1971, Buffalo rookie Gilbert Perrault recorded his first career hat trick. Gilbert Perrault was uh, given to the Buffalo Sabres by a coin toss, basically, over the Vancouver Canucks. Really? Because they got first overall pick. We got second overall pick. Of course we did. We're just uh, not a draft-lucky team. No, we're not we? a draft-lucky. From our very first day, we could have had first overall. Mm-hmm. I heard the story of how this happened, and it is tragic comedy. Mm-hmm. Comic opera. Basically, we didn't get Gilbert Perot. We got Dale Talon. Uh, if we had gotten Gilbert Perot, good. good riddance, Gilbert. Gilbert got his first... We didn't need you. So Gilbert got his first career hat trick on January 29th, uh, 1971. Do you know when Dale Talon's first career hat trick was? Uh, the same day. He didn't get one in his career. Crap. On this day in hockey history, 1985. 1985! Yari Curry on January 29th. And this is a stat that I don't even know if it's true, so we're going to buzz right past it. But I saw on a couple websites... It's and internet true. It's internet true, and it's now podcast true, mm. which makes it the truest. We're spreading it more. Truthiness. It's a risky podcast we're on right now. This is our riskiest. It is our riskiest podcast so far. Mm. Should we go riskier? Write us in, please. Send us an email. You'll win a mug. You'll win a mug. You do. You'll win a mug. You'll win a mug and a shirt and a hat. No, stop giving away our shit. <laughs> you'll win a mug. All right, you'll win a mug. If the mug doesn't entice them, the shirt and the hat isn't. I mean, yeah, the mug. Send us three. It's a big mug. If too. they send us three emails, you'll mm-hmm. win all three. Yeah, per, sure. One email just gets you a mug. Yeah. The second is a shirt. The third's a hat. Yeah, call us in too. The My fourth phone number is, is uh, 604-723-7. We'll bleep that. The bleep was late. Sorry. It was a late bleep. That's what... That's, what, that's some serious bull. That's what happens when we do this live. Mother. <laughs> fuck. I'm Gary Bettman. Oh, sorry. That's okay. That was inevitable. So Yari Curry may or may not have gotten uh, his 100th point of the season in the 39th game of that season. That's, write yeah. us in to see if that's a true that's fact, because I have never heard this before. Yari Curry, write us in, please. Is he dead? Ooh, good uh, addition of this. Is he dead? I don't think Yari Curry's dead. No, he's probably still alive. So write us in, Yari. Yari, you have an obligation to clear this up. Did you get your 100th point of the year 1985 on January 29th? Yari me. And Curry up already and our final on this day in hockey history is actually going way back on january 29th 1881 1881 every year is a brian adams song (laughs) i was doing fight the power actually they go 1989 (laughs) okay well Shows how different we are. You were going for Fight the Power, and I went for Brian Adams. Yeah, I love Brian Adams, too. Yeah, Brian Adams is fine. Back to you! (laughs) January 29th, 1881, was actually the first ever timed game of hockey. Wow. Before the introduction of the timekeeper, the games were actually a grueling, multiple-day affair as played until exhaustion, nausea, and holy hallucinatory visions overcame the two sides. Mm. And that's when you decide the winner. Hmm. But the resolution to introduce a, a, a timed game with a set ending uh, came after the, uh, it's called the Great Plunge of New Year's Eve 1880, where uh, the ice, worn from 16 hours of fierce gameplay, gave way, submerging 14 players and an entire section of the grandstands into the icy waters, 
of Nova Scotia's Charlotte Lake. Oh. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Lake. Charlotte Lake. It was also the first game played without the snitch. Mm-hmm. Because at the time, without the technology and or magic involved in making a real snitch, it was almost too easy to catch. To be honest, if it was just a ball sitting on the ground. If this was a Quidditch sport podcast, we'd be consistently talking about how unfair... Broom sport. Broom sport. How unfair the snitch is. It's just unfair. It's an unfair rule. And I say, take it out. Oh, I have so much to talk about that. Fight of the night? That's a fight of the night for the Quidditch podcast, which we have to start, called Broomsport. Broomsport. The Broomsport podcast. But yes, there's no fight in that. The Quidditch would be a far superior game without the snitch. I totally agree. Please write us in. Please write us in. Actually, don't write us in. Send an owl. If you send an owl to us, you get at least a mug. We got to get more than a mug to send an owl. Do you get to keep the owl? No, the owl's ours. Yeah, the owl's ours. If you send us an owl that has a message and we get to keep it... If you send us an owl, you're not getting the owl back. (laughs) (laughs) But put a return address on the owl so we know where to send the shirt and the mug to. That's right. You're trading an owl. The hat has already been taken. Sorry. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Huh? You're the Dominator. You beat Canada. Screw you. Dominic Hasek, it's his birthday today. He's probably my favorite goalie of all time. You just said screw you to him. I mean, that's because he beat Canada, but... Yeah, that was intense. I still say screw you to him, but, you know, I can have mixed feelings. It's yin and yang. Mm -hmm. You're complex. I'm very complex. Henrik Sedin and Daniel Sedin. They're two. They're different, you know. One's they're, they're evil and good. The id and the super ego, yeah. Who's the evil twin? The evil twin is absolutely Henrik. Are you kidding me? Think about this. They're identical. One of them's the captain for some reason. Hmm. How the hell did he become the captain? He's the evil twin. He's evil. Yeah. I think he bullies him. Probably. He probably bullies he, he him. Probably whispers weird oppressive stuff to yeah Daniel, you like know, in the th- locker room like like in oh, I, like from the bottom I bunk the trophy for, i got i i won the points race first before you like as daniel's sleeping on, on the top bunk yeah henrik sedin's whispering stuff it's like bunk race car beds for sure bunk race car beds shouldn't it be a bunk double decker bus do they have double decker buses in sweden write us in <laughs> write us in i'm gonna say no i think Something you might have noticed about this episode is we've made a conscious decision to save money by outsourcing our researching budget, which was exemplary and massive, to you, the audience. Uh, Accomplished by the simple phrase, write us in. Mm -hmm. From now on, if you got a problem with us, got a question, got an answer, got a fact that we missed. If you got a problem with us, you can write us in. Write us in. Hey. That's all we're saying. Hey, I say something you don't like, write us in. Write me faster than you, faster than you, you fuck. Anyway, it's Dominic Hasek's birthday. He's he's the coolest goalie, the, the best style of all time, one of the best masks of all time. What more is there to say? Celebrate his birthday. Also, oh, this is a great one. Can we get some goalies with some weird masks? What has happened? They're all the same masks. I don't know why they all wear the same. Where's mask. the Osgoods and the Cluches and the Hasek's of the world? Yeah, they're great. Give me a Does break. that give you more vision? Even just the uniqueness of it. Yeah. 
go for it. Also, while we're on this topic, this is a huge topic and it's going to be brought up in later hockey sport podcasts. I'm sure it's going to be a top story. I'm sure it's going to be many different types of stop, stop Tories. Uh, little political message for you guys out there with the stop Tories. Stop Tories. <laughs> stop Tories podcast number one. Uh, <laughs> stop the Tories. You just freuded that one, didn't you? That's That just bubbled up. That's what I call a little subtle propaganda. Big topic. Going to be a larger topic. It's going to grow greater than a large snowball falling from a tall, tall mountain. Beautiful. Goalie style. All the goalies have very similar styles nowadays. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of bogus. Who's going to come in here and break the mold? I wonder if there's going to be some guy who's going to come in and just do something out of the box, and then everyone's going to copy him again. I want like a Steph Curry, like somebody who's throwing three-pointers like it's nobody's business and kind of changes the way people think about the game. I want a goalie who does something different. I want to see a new goaltender come in with like a, a new style the dragon could be the name of the style. I love that. You know? The chess move. The dragon. The dragon. It's part of the Sicilian. Uh, it's a Sicilian variation. Mm. Dragon. Nydorf. The it, classic. Just real chess moves? This is real chess moves. Chess sport? Board sport? Pawn sport? Pawn sport? Check sport? Check sport. Check sport's mm. good. Checkers, though. I think I need to be that goalie, Steve. This could be part of your six-year... I gave you six years now. You gave me because, six years, yeah. Like, oh, I, 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 gave, seven I know, before. I gave you seven. That was in 2017. It's now 2018. You have six years to join the NHL. What? Yeah, you lost a year. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Get ready for the dragon, guys. Uh, we got some other birthdays to celebrate. Oh, great. Uh, actually, nice, uh, nice moment, nice month for Kevin Chattenkirk, member mm. of the Hockey Sport Podcast's all-name team. Yeah, beautiful. And it's uh, birthday, January 29th. Making him a Bibla, uh, a astronomical sign I just made up. And our other birthday of the day is actually, coincidentally, our guest today, mm. Sean the Burke. The lesser known Burke. Mm-hmm. Is he part of the Burke family? One of the least known Seans. Oh, arguably, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a Sean I went to school with and people don't know him very well. So he is the lesser-known Sean? I mean, I think there's a lot of Seans in the world that people don't know about. If you feel like you're the lesser-known Sean... Write us in. Write us in. We'll read your name on the air. Maybe. Boost you up a bit. There's a lot of Seans in the universe. I wonder how many Seans there are in the world. It's these kind of statistics that we'll never know. You know what I mean? Like, how many Seans are alive right now? Just think about that. Take time out of your day. We'll ask Sean Burke. Do you think it's more than a million? Do you think there's a million Seans in the world? And can we get them all together? Sean Fest? Sean Fest? Oh my god. The party's Sean. The party's Sean? Party's on. Yeah, I love it. I was trying to think of whether the party's on is an actual saying that someone would say. I think it is. The party's on? Just that? Just the party's on. It's not a great saying. I think it has been said. It has been said. That's not saying much for a saying. If it has been said... I mean, if you say a saying, it's been said, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it should be said again. If a saying is only said once, is it a saying or has it just been said? But you can also say, it has been said, which implies it is a saying. I hope that the least known Sean has said a saying. The party on. Has said party on. (laughs) 
I bet he has. The way the universe works. The I way bet, the universe works. I bet the least. I bet millions it, of insignificant atoms floating I, and bumping into each other, making people math chaos. I bet that every Sean in the world has said parties on at one point. Parties Anyways, on, Sean. This all came from me wanting to make a pun on the word Sean, and I didn't uh, do very well. So now I'm going to say as many Sean puns as I can. And Dan, I hope you help me out. Great. Um, now all I can think of is Sean the Dead. <laughs> Damn it, good movies based on puns I wanted to make. <laughs> anyway, Sean Burke, we're going to ask him such questions as, um, what's going, Sean? Uh, Sean Burke, uh, have you ever thought that it should be called the Sean Smythe Trophy? Relevant. Cinnashawn. Cinnabon. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's a hard name to pun. <laughs> Cinnashawn. I guarantee you it's not a hard it's name to pun. It's not a very punny name. No, it's a... I'm Burke, maybe? The Burkini? Yeah, but I mean... When Sean not, Burke wears a bikini, we're just sort of the grasping it. There's not really a topic oh, that oh, we're grasping right was now. five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> what we're doing right now is like... The flailing? The, the, the fifth stage of grief. Yeah, it's like the moment when you're drowning and it gets peaceful. We're at acceptance. Yeah, as we're soon at as acceptance. You, as soon as you said, it's, <laughs> it's it's the it's the time when you're dying of um fre- when you're freezing to death and it feels really warm, and you're like this just I'm just going now. Let's do it. Let's die. Let's yeah. die together. Top story number one. This is our first top story of the night, everybody. Uh, welcome. Glad to have you. For those of you just tuning in, uh, at the top of the hour, we've got Sean Burke. Mm. Uh, Sean's nickname in high school was, of course... Burke the Jerk. Burke the Jerk. Yeah. Not good? We tried it out. Olympics hockey preview. Ooh, let's preview the hockey Olympic sport. Olympic sport gold medal sport. It's very exciting. Pyeongchang. Ring sport. Ring sport. Several rings. I don't even think we're allowed to say the word Olympics. I think we're going to get sued they are by the very, Olympic Committee. They're very tight on all Can regulations say, and rules. How about this? I know you can't show the Olympic rings. kind of scary. But if I describe the Olympic rings okay. in detail, do you think we're going to get sued? Do you think we should try it out? I think we should try it out and see if we get sued. Because that's pretty much the same thing. I'm going to paint a picture in your guys' head. I would love to of get the, Olympic the Olympics. Rings. And I'm hoping that the, they'll email us and then they win a mug. You know what? I, w- the way I was going to describe it was the opposite of the way it is. I thought there were three rings on the bottom and two on the top. I was wrong. Well, you wouldn't have been sued. Great. Um, so this section about the Olympic forecasting is brought to you by an image of a blue ring linked above a yellow ring, linked beside a black ring, linked above a green ring with a red ring on the end of it, making kind of a almost pizza shape. What do those colors represent? Blue for um, sadness. Right. For the losers. Yeah. Yellow for... for cowardice. Yellow for cowardice. cowardice. Um, for the people that never really tried mm-hmm. to be Olympic athletes. So basically all of us. Right. We're all the yellow rings that represents the fans. Um, black for Jesse Owens, green for um, the Summer Olympics, and red for the Olympic f- fire. 
Yeah, the fire. I'm not talking about the Olympic fire that they carry around. I'm talking talking about the the fire trials that happen every 18 years. It's not well broadcasted, but there's a group of sporting trials that happen and different volcanoes around the world. Losers are thrown into the volcano. That's right. They all involve fire. You know all this. We'll be doing an extensive uh, fire sport uh, podcast when the Fire Olympics come back around in 2038. Next fire sport. I said every 18 years. I'm not a, I'm not a math guy. We've been talking about the universe all podcast. Yeah, and you've been carrying the load on that one mathematically. I am very smart at math. Name three numbers. Go. Eight. B. Shit. <laughs> you were going to say something to start with an F. Lots of math equations have letters in them, so I wasn't necessarily wrong. So B was a variable in that one. What's I'm trying that? to help you out. Is a variable. Number. Were you trying to say B squared equals C squared? Please be mine. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, Olympic Committee, we just trademark infringed your logo uh, verbally. Come at Suck us. Suck it, Olympics. Come at us. Uh, we've got a lot of, um, I mean, you know what? We've talked about uh, Canada's world dominance in hockey sport on this podcast and it's only going to continue. Um, we've got an incredible Olympic roster. I believe the first line is going to be Connor yeah. David McKinnon, probably on the right side. Who are we looking at? Yeah. I mean, we haven't looked Stamkos? it up, but it's, it's pretty obvious what's, what the team's going to be. So, um, Crosby, based on our projections, Crosby probably yeah. on the second or first line. I'd say we, we probably second. want to put it like Stamkos with McKinnon, McDavid, yep. uh, Mac and Mac with the stammer. Yeah. Crosby, and then he likes playing with Marchand. I don't know how I feel about that one, but like Bergeron would be a good fit for him. It was a good World Cup line. It's yeah. going to be huge, guys. The Olympics, it's going to be another dominated Olympics. By the, I think Carey Price probably gets the start for Team Canada. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he's, yep. playing, he's playing lights out. Hope he's great too. Great backup, but... I just love, I just think that the Olympics and NHL players competing for their countries is probably the, the single greatest moment of pride that most hockey fans and players have i mean so i'm really excited for this year's what is the olympics if not a test of the best the best in the world that's what the olympics are based on and that's what's important about them and the brilliance of it from a marketing standpoint of the nhl is that since the nhl uh is broadcast on nbc and has a massive massive deal with nbc and nbc also broadcasts the olympics and has a massive deal to exclusively broadcast the olympics Mm -hmm. it would be practically shooting your closest friend in the face for the nhl to not send nhl players to the olympics and the thing i like about so like it's it's a natural partnership the nhl benefits nbc benefits on two fronts and and everything works out wonderfully so i don't even know why i brought that up it's just i love that it from a financial sense, makes so much sense. No, it's a great point. We're just sort of celebrating it right now. And the other thing I love about the NHL is, and hockey in general is that it's a world sport. And I love that we're trying to sort of um, promote the sport in different regions that it wouldn't normally be watched in. There was a game in China this year. The Canucks. So naturally. So naturally, uh, it's great that that now that we're exciting all these new hockey markets, now it's going to be seen on the, on the world stage in the Olympics. It's just great marketing. Batman. We, we've said a lot about you know, Batman, we, we, but... Yeah. In in this case, it's just nice to see the NHL just like still represents uh, a quest for the best of hockey. It's nice to see that Batman, you're not all bad. 
Yeah. You know, you're, you're not an unconscionable up. little monster that avoided many diseases that probably attempted to take you down at, for your entire life, ending up as a grotesque sort of shadow of a man who doesn't deserve the air that he breathes in this beautiful hockey nation. You're not that. It's just nice to know that Batman isn't a dark seed of evil consistently tainting this world with his overblown bravado, grossly misinforming the public of his passion for something he knows barely anything about, um, because he does know a lot about it, and he's showing us that in spades. He's a golden light instead of a dark cloud of death, filth, putrid... Uh, I got carried away with myself there. I was saying something good about him. He's a good guy. And it's nice to realize that. At least he's trying. Do you think he'll go with the NHL players to the Olympics? Oh, yeah. We're really excited. Um, We're going to talk to Sean Burke, who picked the Team Canada team. So um, before Sean Burke comes on, I think we should... um, Sean A. We haven't looked this up yet, but Sean Burke is going to pick the team that plays for Canada. So I should at least know who he picked right so of course cool i'm just gonna look this up and and see uh yeah uh, maybe like maybe they'll even roster. be line combinations maybe they'll tell us whether crosby's gonna play with Tavares. that'd be kind of cool oh yeah that'll be fun to sort of talk about like who who's who's gonna be on what line and stuff okay i'm gonna announce it you excited for this yeah I'm really okay excited. um i'll do it in a cool announcer voice oh awesome awesome, awesome. starting for team canada is <sighs> forward yeah Uh, Woltek Wolski. Okay, hmm. um, depth guy. Oh, I think he's on the uh, like fourth. He's line. on Columbus or something. Columbus. It says here he's Wolski, on where... Metallurg Magnitorsk in the KHL, and he's yeah. over thirty. Okay, Maybe uh, he's like yeah. just killing it in the KHL. Probably killing it in the KHL. Okay, right? Yeah, this. Don't worry, guys. We're... Uh, ooh. Patrick Wah, Derek Wah, Derek Roy, Derek Roy. Okay, I think I remember him. He's only five nine. You sure it's not? Well, even Patrick Wah would be strange because he doesn't play. Anymore. Yeah, he doesn't play anymore. Oh, here we go. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Mason Raymond. Is he dead? I thought he was dead. Mason Raymond. The Mason Raymond? God, that guy doesn't even have a last name. He just has two first names. The Mason Raymond? Our Mason Raymond? Something's... This must be... This is the far... This is the understudies. The, I, something's wrong here. Some, something's wrong. That's probably like the pre-Olympic Okay, game. the goalie... The goalie's Ben Scrivens. What is happening? Uh, well, I need some water. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Something's really wrong. Gary. I'm Gary Bettman. Uh, Gary, no! I'm Gary Bet. I'm Gary. I'm Gary. I'm Gary. I'm Gary. I'm Gary. I'm Gary. 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 Bettman. 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 Top story number two. I know we're trying to move on to the next top story, but actually, that last story just opened up a lot of wounds. I'm really riled up now. Yeah, are you? I'm Let's really riled up. It. I have I so much we, to say. You know what? I think we did talk about it. We talked about it? I think we did. Do you think Gary Bettman has nightmares? I think Gary Bettman's nightmares uh, 
happen during his waking hours. Do you think he feels guilt? No. I think when you look at Gary Benton's face, he looks like a man perpetually flashing through the worst impulses in his head and trying not to mention them. I just have... I just want, at one point in my life, to boo him in person. Oh, God. I will boo harder than I've ever booed before. That's true. I feel like Gary Bettman gets booed everywhere he goes, but how hard are they booing him? I don't think they're giving him the boos he deserves. I want to be in the the stadium that no one ever was. And I just want to boo. I want to be in the stadium when they win the Stanley Cup, and I just want to when whoever wins the Stanley Cup, and when Gary Bettman comes out, I just want to, I just want to boo. I just want to boo him. Could you imagine it's a sportscaster ever saying that? Just, I just want to think about. Do you think they get fired? Can they not say things like that? I've never they heard. Just not care? I've never heard a sportscaster talk about Gary Bettman the way that he deserves to be talked about. To be honest, I don't hear sportscasters criticize the nhl very much at all yeah they don't vegas is a great story the draft system works perfectly doesn't everything get barry bet barry bet bet so you can't even say it because you're becoming a sportscaster and sportscasters can't say bad things about gary bettman i'm gary bettman do you think we captured an adequate amount of how i'm it got me held up that's because you care Unlike some people. It's a good thing we didn't Zamboni Gary Bettman. Next episode, he's Zambonied. I'm writing it right now. Great. 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 It's pretty sad, huh? I'm really upset. (laughs) I can't believe they're not going to the fucking Olympics. (laughs) No, it's ridiculous. Nobody has. But you know what? On the bright hand side of life. Mr. Bright Hand. On the bright hand side of the slice of life. Um, Always look on the, the bright, bright hand slice hand of life. Side of... Go ahead. We're going to get to root for a bunch of athletes who otherwise would never have got a chance. Boring. To I goal. don't care. Unsubscribe. That's stupid. Fake news. Ro- rooting for a bunch of shitty players that aren't in the NHL is not like an underdog team. It's just stupid. Like Datsuk and Kovalchuk are going to fuck stupid. us. Datsuk and Kovalchuk are going to fuck us. Are Datsuk and Kovalchuk playing? Yeah. On what team? On the non-homogenated, can't-believe-it's-not-Russia team. <laughs> I can't believe it's not communism. I can't believe it's not a doping program instituted nationwide. I can't believe it's not Putin. <laughs> I mean, can they choose their jerseys? The jerseys are, like, the lamest thing. Do they actually have a team, though? Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah. And, so and all the Russian Russian players are actually going to have this play. team. It's good to play. Really? Mm-hmm. We're going to get totally. But they have, but they have like an Olympic assigned team that's just like a boring, bland beige. It's got like the Olympic rings on it or something. It looks like pretty Russian. It doesn't have the flag on it, but it's like it's pretty Russian. It just there's no repercussions. Nothing matters, simple. people. We are all but a series of endothermic equations bumping until entropy takes over and dissolves all energy until heat death of the universe takes over and there is no hockey people open your eyes lie to die lie to die 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 to die lie to die lie to die 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 
Top story number 1.5. Let's talk about the Seattle Sea Coyotes. Probably uh, one of Hockey Sport Podcast's favorite NHL franchises. Um, We've been accused of being homers and talking about a franchise too much and talking way too much about the year 2011. And you got us. We do talk about Seattle Sea Coyotes too much. You know what? I can't wait for the Seattle Sea Coyotes. I'm going to be rooting. I'm, I'm getting a jersey day one. Day totally. one. I can't wait for it. I'm thinking the logo could be a coyote struggling for breath as it attempts to uh, float on a savage Seattle Sea. I'm thinking like a coyote diving and there's bubbles around him and seaweed and stuff. Or like a gilled coyote, kind of like a half fish, half coyote. How about a coyote that's shaped like a sea? Oh, that's cool. Kind of bursting from water. Yeah, bursting from ice, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like the sea coyotes. Mm. Kind of a pun on the fact that sea and you know sea. Yeah. Oh, like sea, but like sea starts with S, but like really, it's it yeah. sounds like sea. It could be a coyote shaped like an S, but then the pun doesn't work as well. Right. It'd be yeah. the S coyotes. It could be like a rink, like an ice rink with like a hockey stick, but the hockey stick is kind of curved, so it looks like an S. And then the rink Seattle. is kind of shaped like a coyote. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. That'd be good. Well, either way, um, there's a lot of names being thrown around, and um, we should probably talk about them. Yeah. Uh, it seems like there's going to be a franchise, and they're going to get a name. So, I mean, they registered they registered 10 names. So one of them is probably Sea Coyotes. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And so we'll start from the top. We've got the Seattle Sea Lions. Sorry, the Sea Lions? That's close to Sea Coyotes. Not quite. Quite stupid, dude. A lion would totally drown. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Are they gonna? Is it gonna be swimmers? They're not good swimmers. Like, come on. Everyone knows a coyote is a great swimmer. The Seattle Cougars. Well, that's just a joke. It's offensive. That's just a joke. The Seattle Eagles. That's already a sports team, so that's not gonna happen. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Can we just say? NHL teams, don't call yourself a name that's already another sports team. Yeah. The fact that there's already a Panthers, there shouldn't be a Florida Panthers. Carolina. That's so stupid. You're not going to be bigger than football. And so it just makes you look like a little dinky league that's like, ooh, we got these jerseys and they're knockoff New York Rangers jerseys. Bad idea. Yeah. Are there any more besides Panthers? Kings. Kings. Nets. Uh, You know, the... San Jose Nets. Anyways. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. The Emeralds. I actually think the Emeralds could be an okay name. You know, kind of fancy. I think that uh, now that Vegas has really uh, broken the mold on shiny, bedazzled jerseys, I mm. think that the Emeralds could really do something cool. Right. You know, so Vegas has that kind of like blinging, yeah, goldy. gold, onion night style. and Well, we've got the Kraken. They did trademark the Kraken. Speaking of onion nights... Uh, we've got a lot of C names. Seattle Greyjoys. Ooh, that'd be great. Throw kind of squid on it. Seattle squids. Right now, my first pick is Sea Coyotes. Second pick is Kraken. How about the totems? Do you think that cultural appropriation of Native American symbols has been maybe gone out of fashion? Or do you think it's time for another one? Well, judging by the fact that the Cleveland Indians are striking the... What's the what's this character's name? The the woohoo, the whooping man, or something. Both of those sound 
equally offensive and equally plausible. They're taking uh, that image off the jersey. You mean the offensive announced. stereotype? Yeah, they're taking it And yet it the Washington slurs, I won't even say it. They're just the Washington slurs. Yeah. Oh, no, they're not changing the name. They're just taking the image off. It's a start. I'll give them credit for being better than the Washington offensive slur. All these names are fine. No one's excited about these names. Do you have any thoughts about these names? We've got the whales. We've got the seals. You're not going to be the whales. That's not going to happen. It's all sea There was already the whalers who kill whales. So, and that team didn't work. They should go for the flames. Ooh. Seattle flames. Yeah, the Seattle flames. Do you think Atlanta still has the rights to sell them the flames? I'd love for there to be two teams named the same thing. Kind of CFL style Rough Riders, you know? Top story number two. Hold on to your butts, people. I'm holding. Are you ready cheeks. for... You presented to me the fact of the year last Beautiful. episode, Just and I would like to beat fact. you at that. No. I'd like to beat you at that. Bring it on. I can't wait. Really? I, you have a better fact than that the... I'm not sure if this is still a thing, but that... The Edmonton Oilers, for those of you just tuning in, uh, that the Edmonton Oilers had the worst penalty kill in the history of the NHL. I'm not sure if they're still at that stat, but but uh, they were a couple games ago. I think this one's better. I can't wait. And oh my I, gosh. I think this, oh my gosh. Are you ready for the fact that's going to change every, everything? I don't even know how to deal with this. No, I'm not I'm, ready I'm overwhelmed. For it. I'm scared. I hate it. I, I don't it. know what to know. I'm, I'm, I don't know what to believe anymore. I'm I don't excited. know what's left. What's left when this is the this is the world we live in? Dark matter. The captain of this team Sweden mm-hmm. is Joel Lundqvist, Henrik Lundqvist's twin brother. Henrik Lundqvist has a twin brother. What? What? Who? What? It, who? He's a forward. What? And he doesn't play in the NHL. I just, I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm done. There's, mo- I'm done. This is unbelievable. There's, this is, this is bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Uh, he has a twin brother. There's another, tw- there's another pair of twins that are Swedish. There's Swedish twins. There's another pair. They don't play on the and same they don't team. play on the fucking same team. What? Why the, f- they look the fucking exactly the same. Steve, it's okay. They man. look, no, they look the same. It looks like you're in love. It looks like him. I know. It's it weird. looks, he's like, they're, he's, he's good looking and he's better looking than the Sedins and there's two of them and they could and they, they what is with what, I know but, it's, but there's, there's other brothers don't you understand I, what this means yeah it's okay bud uh, it's okay bud it's just there's two of them they both play hockey they're, they're both good the why aren't they as good why aren't they the Sedins what if there's more Sedins what if all Swedish players are twins what if there's two of every Swedish player what if there's another Daniel Alfredson what if there's a Frederick Alfredson it's, it's gonna be okay there's, no, but, it's, it's not what that if there's, there's another Sedin why, what if what if Hey, oh hey, my god. Hey, I'm here. No. I'm here. I'm here for you, man. Hey, I'm here for you, buddy. It's, it's all the good. same guy. He's been two guys. No, Steve. He's been two guys. No, it's not the same guy. There's still no. brothers. There's no. there's a, there's different no, there's, twins no. in the world. Think no. about it. Think about it. No. How could he be so good? No, no, no. you're just He's two you're just guys. Just a little bit no, right now, but no. I, I just need you to come just, back down to earth right there's now. There's no buddy. reason this this isn't We've no, been talking no, a lot yeah. about the universe right now and I just need I just need you to just forget it. Hey. Hey. Hey, but we're good. It's good. It's good. We're just making a podcast. It's all good. We're just we're having a fun podcast time here. Henrik goes in goal. He's in goal. He's tired. Goes to the dressing room for a second. Joel comes out, plays the rest of the game, steals the show. Not tired. Not injured. 
Next game, they're both fine. Both of them in there. They're prestiging us. They've been prestiging us for years. The New York Rangers, the biggest team in the biggest market, has been letting it happen, and you know what, I know what, that's it. How old is Joel Lundquist? Same age as Henrik, I guess. Um, I think one of the things, you know, I don't want to set you off again here. I just calmed down. But it, I'm, I'm very calm right now. It's uh, interesting that out of the Swedish twins that are alive, there's a Henrik in each one. There's another Henrik Swedish. If you said the Swedish Henrik twins oh, yep. that play hockey, yep. there's another one. Yep. You're getting me riled up. Why did you say that? I was just calm. I'm really bummed that Joel Lundqvist isn't in the NHL and has never been. That's a bummer. Can I show you a picture of this guy? Yeah. He's he's just Henrik Lundqvist. There's just another Henrik Lundqvist. And he just plays I can't hockey. stress to you guys how freaking ridiculous I find this. <laughs> they look the same. I don't know which one is who. Henrik Lundqvist is the best-looking guy in the NHL. I think most people would be like, yeah, Henrik Lundqvist is a really suave yeah, dude. He's, 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 got a, yeah. he's up there. There's just another of him who's also good at hockey. Why aren't they out? I don't know. I don't, that's all I got to say. That's insanity. That's insanity. It's insanity. Well, I think the repercussions of this are huge. I'm pretty sure that all Swedish people are made duplicates, clone style. And they switch in and out, and that's why they're good. So, like, Backstrom... Carlson, Sundin, Nasland, all of them. They're all twins. They all play half as much as you think they do, so they're never tired. The only ones that aren't twins are the Sedins, who are quadruplets. Think about it. There's four Sedins. That's why they are the least charismatic of all the Swedish people. It's because they don't want to give away the fact that they have the darkest secret. They can't do anything clever or funny or interesting. Because they're all playing each other at all times. And all the players who are like, yeah, I can tell them apart. And they look scared. Because they can't. Because there's four. This is um, frightening. We're just peeling back the web of lies. If there's one thing that we do on the Hockey Sport Podcast is expose terrible, terrible secrets. Mm -hmm. We're about truth here. We're about unimpeachable reliability and well, objectivity you know what the journal sport the universe is a cold hard factual place and we're about exposing the objectivity mm. of it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. subjective sometimes objective the objectivity mm. is frightening semi-jective semi-jectives in between subjective and objective. Yeah. We sit in that nice semi-jective level. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't it everyone semi-jective? Especially Joel Lundquist. You know what? I need, I need a, I need like a palate cleanser. I need something to like forget about this whole twin conspiracy mm. that is really scaring me. Just, um, let's, I'm just going to skip ahead and let's skip right to. Man. Remember 2011. Ooh. Do I ever. Um. We're going to take a little moment to... Hey, Steve. Oh, hey. Hi. How's, how, how are you? I mean, like, frankly, not good. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. Well, let me just cheer you up for a second. Remember that time that Sammy Sallow scored two five-on-three power play goals in the same game? It was that in 2011? Man, 
Sammy Sallow, what a ghostly skeleton of a genius man. I love that guy. Daniel walks in the middle, Sallow scores! Nine seconds this time. Three times, five on three, two of them from Sallow, three nothing Vancouver. Love that guy. Also, finish, so good one. It's hard to find a Canucks memory that doesn't involve these dastardly duplicate clone twin Swedes. All Swedish, no finish. God bless America. I'd like to formally announce the nomination for the next president of the United States for our top story number three. I'm nominating Brock Besser for president of the United States of America. God bless America. Hear ye, hear ye. The state of the union has spoken. The Confederacy and the Yanks are finally in agreement. Besser is best for us. He's the best. God bless America. I just tear up as soon as I hear it. The all-star MVP. He should be our Calder Trophy winner. He's a franchise player for the Canucks, and he'll never be traded. God, if there's a guy over here, he'll win that we're going to call that he go home. I love Besser, but I still think Bo Horvat should be the captain of the Vancouver Canucks. How about Brock Besser? How about Brock Besser? Is anyone talking about Brock Besser right now? I doubt it. I, I doubt it. It really does seem underlining this type of journalism that they are. It, it's sort of like a sensational story. They're like, oh, let's name Brock Besser the all-star MVP because that's the most interesting MVP that we can work. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, I do. But I friggin' love it. I love it too. Oh, God, I love you, Besser. Yeah. They were you like, won the, I was like, he's he's going to win the accuracy challenge. And he yeah. Did. did you see Marchand? Did Maybe so bad? Did oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was horror, horrifying. Oh, man. And they were booing him, and he just couldn't. And he looked like he was going to give up. Like, I can't hit that target. I can't do it. Yeah. He should have given up. He's good at hitting targets with his fist, specifically Daniel Sedin's face, and not getting called for it. That's unfair. He's also good at hitting targets with his elbow. Besser's incredible. You're a genius, Besser. I'm going to hug you. I'm going to high-five you. I'm going to nominate you for president of the United States of America. It's time for our next segment of the night. Uh, best or worst? Best or worst? Best or worst? I wish this story was about Besser, but it's not. It's about something much more hilarious. No one's ever said Besser and worst in the same sentence, so. It will never be said because Besser is the best. See how I threw a T at the end of that? This is a story about something much more hilarious. When I use the word hilarious, I'm often referring to... Steve, finish my sentence for me. The Edmonton Boilers. Oh, booyah. We know each other so well. This is incredible. So what I'm asking The Edmonton Goiters. The Edmonton Spoilers. The Edmonton Toilers? The Edmonton Toilets? Their logo, when they had the... um, The Edmonton oil drop. When they had the oil drop, it kind of looked like a toilet. Yeah, it kind of looked like a drop of pee into a, a black drop of pee into a toilet made of rock the edmonton toilets the go edmonton ahead toilets. go ahead 
Um, it's funny that in all these years podcasting, we haven't made up a nickname for the Edmonton Toilets before. We just call them their name. Yeah, we should probably call them the Edmonton Toilets from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. I think it, the glove fits. <laughs> I think it's got a natural yeah. sort of ring to it and, yeah. and sort of a clever... Uh, funny, clever... Ha-ha? Ha-ha? It's got a funny ha-ha to it's it. It's got a funny, clever ha-ha yeah. to it. Yeah, the glove fits. Lace up those skates because that's what we're going with. So um, my question uh, this week is uh, we're going with worst because we're talking about the Edmonton Oilers. So um, what... Steve... Toilet. Edmonton Toilet, sorry. Um what do you think the worst? <laughs> I can't even say it. I was trying to go into it. Give me a sec. So, Steve, what do you think the worst Edmonton Toilets team is? Um, is it the 2009-2010 Edmonton Toilets? Or this year's Edmonton Toilets? Which is the worst team? Let me remind you. That the 2009-2010 had Penner, Gagne, Cogliano, and Habibulin. They came in last place in the NHL that year. That team. Mm-hmm. It is highly regarded as one of the worst Edmonton Oilers teams of all time. Oh, it's a fine vintage. Yep. Rare. Yeah. Aged well. Ooh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's got a nutty aftertaste, uh, sort of a citrus feel, kind of a pukey stench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like a, kind of like a like a broccoli, like a rotting broccoli kind of like a popped blister. Yeah, it tastes like a pop blister. It kind of tastes like a band aid. Mm-hmm. The Edmonton Oilers, rotten broccoli pop blister band aid. Toilet. Toilet. Edmonton I would toilet. guess. Because of the way you phrase the question, that this year's Edmonton Oilers are worse. Oh, it's not a guess. It's just an opinion piece. It's oh. not. It's no, there's no stats involved. I mean, <laughs> people, please. Are we talking about stats here? We don't talk about stats on the hockey sport. You're not podcast. here to listen to numbers. Not, you, if you want stats, go to uh, TSN, ESPN, CCP, TTRR, TTRR, PPN, Poo Poo PP. We're not talking about stats here. It's just an opinion piece. What do you think is the worst team? What do you think? That's really tough. I feel like in that category, there is no winner or loser. Sorry, I misspoke. There's no winner. There's just the losers. Right. And they're equal. I'll put them equal. You're you're putting them equal? Yep. Don't you think there was more expectation for this year yeah i mean hockey news did pick them to be the uh eventual western conference champions which at this point is about as likely as the port moody blues being the western conference champions because at the rate the expansion's going an expansion team could win any given day any given moment so Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're gathered here uh, right now. We're gathered here to in memory. Listen to the hockey trade trading center of hockey sport related trades. It's not necessarily about trades. It's about something that isn't a trade that could have been a trade. It's sort of a semi trade. 
again, what was that word we used between objective and subjective? Semijective? I like semijective. I'm not 100% sure if that's what we said early well, in the podcast. I, I would say that I'm. that's a semijective fact. We may never know because we don't listen to this podcast. But I think what we're trying to say here is it's not about trades. It's about the trades that could have happened. And we can't talk about a certain deadline coming up, but we can talk about a waiver wire that might be the most historic waiver wire and failure of 30 teams in the history of the NHL, leaving one Yarmer Yager homeless, starving, dying, dead. We've traded away something more than one of the greatest NHL players of all time. We've we've traded away our um, our dignity. Yeah, I think the league. We've traded away our conscience. The league is a. Uh, we've traded away our pride. A sad place. Our confidence. Our hope. A place with no forward, no backward, no up, no down. Nope. No center. No mullet. Where is the center of this league if not Yager's mullet? mullet? How could you trade it away? And it's for I this don't... reason that we're having yep. this wake, mm. this funeral, an elegy for a great man. Effigy. An effigy. Burned mullet down. Energy. To celebrate the career that was, Yarmir Yager. Ah, uh, Yarmir Yager. You know, I just don't understand why some of the teams didn't pick him up. Just for the sake of jersey sales. If Canucks had him, I would 100%, if I was knowing that this was Yager's last season, I would go see some Canucks games that Yager was playing in. So yeah, there you go. You got ticket sales right there. I'd probably buy a Yager Canucks jersey too. Maybe he could sign a, a contract with all of the teams that haven't had him before just to complete the pack, mm-hmm. you know, just all the jerseys with Yager. Oh, I'm so... Play a couple games with each team. I am so jealous of those stupid Calgary Flames fans that get Calgary Yager jerseys. Mm-hmm. So jealous. Total jelly. Peanut butter and jelly over here. Yeah, you look jelly. I don't think we're ready for this jelly. But that brings us to uh, our last words about Yager. Possibly ever. His body was too bootylicious for this league. And um, so I'd say it's probably appropriate that we mm-hmm. send him off the right way. So sure. I've prepared a few words Great for the career of Yarmir Yager. While you're saying this, just picture him floating away on a ice lake in a coffin. On and, like a on, on skates. Yeah, on on like a skated sled coffin. And when he gets far enough, I'm gonna shoot a bow and arrow lit on fire. Hockey onto, puck. It's a, yeah, it's a hockey puck. Yeah, a hockey puck lit on fire. Yep, I'm gonna shoot that uh, onto his coffin, and it's gonna explode. Sort of a Viking. Explode in flames. Explode in flames. Yeah. Calgary flames. Calgary flames. Atlanta flames. Atlanta Thrashers. And as uh, Seattle, this moving moment is going on as Yager makes his final pass into the afterlife. We have a few words here. I'd like everybody to remove your hats and lift up your lager. It's time to say goodbye to Yarmer. Yager. He's second in points. According to the stats cataloger, it was destined that number one would be Yarmer Yager. Goalie stood no chance, neither glove save nor blocker. He dodged defensemen like cars dodged by Frogger. 
will surely see no other quite like Yarmer Yager. Tall as an oak tree and built like a logger, retirement didn't suit him. He's not a knitter, not a jogger. It was time for a comeback for Yaramir Yager. He rose from the dead, a zombie, a walker, with no need for steroids, drugs, or beta blocker, just juicing on 500 cc's of Yager. Too old for the game, but could probably still excel in soccer. Fourth line was beneath him. He's no knocker, plugger, slogger. God damn it, he's motherfucking Yager, Yager, Yager. Calgary's new secret weapon, an offensive joggernaut. There'll be no next stop for Yaramir Yager, not. Nice. With all the cities he's played for, he'd make a good smuggler. That would actually explain a lot about Yaramir Dogler. The league's sexiest 40-year-old, with hair like a 90s rocker. For a man of his age, an on-ice death wouldn't have been a shocker. There was no glory in the final days of Yarmir Yaker. So give him no walk of shame. He deserves no mockery. It's time to say goodbye to Yarmir Yagari. we should consider saying slash singing that during all Remembrance Day assemblies. Seems appropriate. I think it's time to launch the flaming hockey puck. Yep. Launch it. Slap it. Hang on. Let me... One sec. I'll go again. Sort of a slap pass here. It was a slap pass. Yeah. Oh, and it's lit. Oh, it's beautiful. We'll miss you, Yager. It's beautiful. We'll miss you. We have a brief uh, Where Are They Now segment. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Where Are They Now, but it's actually um, we we got a dispatch from the future. Oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Time machine. 40 years from now great yeah so it's actually a where will they be then i mean it's cool that the that we know that they're gonna invent time travel in the future because, because the hockey sport the, podcast is consistently communicating with us from the future mm-hmm. the future hockey sport podcast i uh, wish they'd give us the allows details us to be so sure of the time machine so kind of like primer you know like i wish that they'd tell us how to make it yeah well if they told us how to make it we could go there and kill our future selves which they don't want us to do because that's my first thought that's what i would do me too. So, uh, 40 years from now, uh, where will they be then? Brad Marchand. Where will... Uh, you got it right there. What, what did they say? Um, he's going to be in jail. 25 to life. Oh, that's too bad. For uh, vehicular genocide and tax evasion. Ah, oh, that's too bad. I mean, not surprising, but, you know, too bad. Should we go to... World of Other Sport. Mm, world of Other Sport. Yeah. yeah. Listen, um, it's a big World of Other Sport because probably what I think is the greatest athlete of all time, Roger Federer, won the Australian Open, marking his 20th major. What sport? 
Racket sport. Racket sport? Net sport? No. Yellow ball sport? Ball boy sport. Ball boy sport? I mean, it's the only one with the ball boy. I'm almost tempted to call it fed sport at this point. Wow. Does he deserve that? Oh, definitely. 20. 20. 20 is a big number. 20 majors. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. I was wondering, if he was a hockey player, mm-hmm. what hockey player would Roger Federer have been? I mean, it's tough to say. Are there any hockey players that you would compare to... I I want to say ballerina in the same way that Federer dances across the tennis court like a nimble athletic genius. And, I, and to be honest with you, I don't think there's been a hockey player that uh, that you can compare Roger Federer to. Because they have yet to let ballerinas play hockey. I mean, one day. We can only dream. Maybe you... Second career for Roger Federer? You know, I was thinking the other I day... I bet the Flames would sign him. Atlanta? No, the uh, less successful Flames. Damn. Sorry. You know, I, uh, I... 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 Um, I think that... World of Other Sports. Story number two. The only other story in other sport. And it is the Super Bowl. We're Zambonying the Super Bowl. Sorry. I'm not talking about it. Sorry, guys. And gals. I know that you tuned no into hours of this episode already, waiting for us to talk about the Super Bowl. We've been teasing the Super Bowl for the last couple episodes, the last couple weeks, last couple months. But Subliminally. We just, we just can't talk about it. We just can't talk about it. We just can't talk about it. So we're not going to talk about it. I mean, we know so much about it that it would be almost exhaustingly boring to hear all of the facts and stats that we know about the Super Bowl yeah, and the Eagles. We're huge American foot sport fans. Eagles yeah. never won an American foot sport championship before. Patriots also haven't ever won a super sport championship no. bowl. I think it's interesting that the flags that they hold in the football arenas say world champions it's not very fair it's absurd i mean if i lived in a country other than the united states which i do i would disagree with that statement world champion and even the name of the league implies it's not the entire world it's It's a national football league it's one nation under god tom brady the united states of belichick the odds of us saying the same joke at the it end was, of that was it was low, close. It was close, but we it was close. B, but I should have gone with Besser because he's nominated for Best American. Best American. In the last segment, we were supposed to talk about the Pro Bowl. Basically, the only thing I wanted to say was that the Pro right. Bowl is ridiculous, and it's it's, strange. A, it's an all star game. But the players who are in the Super Bowl don't compete in it because obviously they would yeah. risk being injured. And it's at the end of the season, so your season's done. And you have one last game, which is the most pointless game of the year. Like, people say bad things about the NHL All-Star game, but at least it's not held in August. Yeah. Hey, guys, come back from, like, your vacations and play one game that means nothing. The quarterback for the Pro Bowl. Can you even play football without the risk of injury? I'm not even sure that you can play it. I heard it described as a pillow fight. (laughs) 
Um, before we move into uh, nearly our final segment of the night, uh, Miss Play of the Day, is there anything else you want to talk about, Steve, before we finish her off? Anything you feel has been left unsaid? I feel like you... Any you, burning desire? You sound like you're uh, setting me up for like an apology. No, no. I'm just, I'm just wondering if there's... I feel like that's something that I would hear from like a girlfriend. I'd be like, is there anything... Is there anything you anything, anything you'd like to say? Not at this time. Are you sure about this answer? Before I tell you how I feel, is there anything you'd like to say or apologize for? I'd like to apologize for... Ryan Kessler, obviously. Yeah, I'd like to apologize and resign on behalf of Ryan Kessler. Yeah, we've been doing it for weeks. I don't know why he hasn't... uh... I don't know why I have to keep taking the bolt in this one. Lion Ryan? Lion Ryan! Crying Lion Ryan. Crying Lion Ryan. Frying. Uh, just a reminder on a safe bet we made earlier this year. Uh, safe bet, at the end of the playoffs, Ryan Kessler says, that was the hardest loss of my career. What am I supposed to be apologizing for? Is there anything I want to talk about? You just you just love podcasting. You don't want to go home. I just love podcasting. I don't want to go home. I, you know what, to be honest. You know what, in that case, let's talk about what's up with you. You know what, to be honest. I could talk about uh, Roger Federer for an entire podcast. If we were, if we dedicated an entire podcast to Roger Federer and uh, the world of ball boy sport, I'd be happy. Might be one of our best ball sport names. Ball boy sport. Ball boy sport. There's really only one. Yeah. Makes me think club sport should have a different name. Oh, well, this is an off the air kind of conversation. I don't think you should talk caddy about sport? caddy sport. That sounds good. It's kind of a caddy hooker sport. sport in honor of Tiger Woods. Mm. Twelve hooker sport. I think twelve was the number of hookers he was cheating on his wife with. Weren't they porn stars? I don't think they were hookers. I think they were hookers. There's probably a porn star mixed in there. There was definitely a porn star. Never heard anything about any hookers. I think you're thinking the president of the United States. What an absurd world we live in. What, where Besser is the president of the United States or where the president of the United States has had an affair with a porn star who's come public about it? I was going to say, who's that famous person who uh, had an affair with a porn star? And you can be like, do you mean the best golfer in the history of the game or the president of the United States? God bless America. God bless America. Do you want to say one more word about Roger Federer? Because I feel like it's burning in you. Goat. Greatest of all time. Misplay of the day. The moment you've been waiting for. And I know we have a couple misplays as we go. A couple little foibles. A couple little bumps in the road. But you guys are sure. hanging on with us. Sure. We have fun here, though. You know, and you got to make, you, get, you got to break a couple eggs to make a, to make a scrambled, to make a scrambled uh, frittata. Frittata. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get some eggshells in the frittata. Sure. And you just watch the person eat it and you just go. You got to crunch them. You got to crunch them. notice it, you know. And and if they say, excuse me, this frittata was a little crunchy, you just say, yeah, we throw a little tortilla chips in there. It's sort of like a huevos ranchero style. Mm-hmm. Wink. Wink. And then you wink, and they come out of it thinking, was the wink because he is lying to me, or was the wink because he has some recipe? Or was the wink for something grosser? And then you never go back to the oak wood again. Basically, you never want a waiter to wink at you. I don't want to diss the oak wood. It's just the last place that I had brunch. It's a good place. It was pretty good. Yeah, that place is great. I actually had a frittata there. Had a horchata and a frittata. <laughs> Spiced milk. 
Hortata Frittata Chikatita. ABBA. Sometimes you just got to say stuff. He just reached up and just simply missed it. He must have taken his eye off the puck. That's maybe my favorite sound cue that we've ever had. Steve, should we tell our viewers what... Um, we... Thank you. <laughs> the misplay of the day. I think, Ladies and gentlemen, I think the misplay I would like of the to day... Ma- no, I would like to mention for a second. <laughs> you, you be quiet. It is officially 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> I think the mis- we, have, I mean, I think- we have we have hit a proverbial wall. I think the misplay of the day is officially handed to Stephen Morgan and Daniel Doney. I think I am Stephen Morgan. I'm Daniel Doney. He is Daniel Doney. He's Stephen Morgan, and, and this, this is, the, is misplay the misplay of the day. <laughs> You've just heard it. So that's the misplay of the day. The misplay of the day is us. We have a second one. It's uh, Eric Carlson saying maybe he was a, a pirate in a previous life, which I just think. Um, is is stupid because he is currently a pirate. He looks like a pirate. Yep. He's gonna jump ship. He's gonna steal everything he can from the. He's, Edmonton. He's gonna jump. He's gonna jump ship. He's gonna steal everything he can from the Ottawa Senators. I also think that uh, like, does his hair, his facial hair, grow like that naturally, or is that just? A choice he makes. He definitely has pirate-esque facial hair. He does have pirate-esque facial hair. Look at his mustache one more time, and I guarantee you it's pointier than you remember. Anyways, I'm pretty sure that he is a pirate. That's our misplay of the day. Part two, after our misplay of the podcast. Highlight of the night? Highlight of the night. Highlight of the night. We have a great highlight this night, and it is coming at you in three, two. You know, I think I've, I, I, I played hard and I battled, and and um, I'm a professional and someone that I've, uh, you know, I played a long time, and um, I missed the game. So, Cogs, I know this is tough for you, but how have been the support of your teammates, the organization, and really the other players around the league? How have they been able to reach out to you? I mean, it's sad. It's sad. It is a sad story. Yeah, I think it's kind of bogus too. I saw your reaction when you found out that his Iron Man streak was ended because of uh, a suspension. You know what? Your reaction was uh, fire and fury. That was uh, Andrew Coggs. Man, it's sad when you see real emotion on a on a screen in a a world of very little emotion and the reporter responds by calling him cogs there you get there you go (laughs) it's hockey for you you gotta throw in the the fun hockey nickname cogs you like you don't know him he's not cogs to you He's Andrew. If a man is crying in front of you, don't call him by his silly nickname. Call him by his real first name. You know what happened there? (laughs) That man's expressing real emotion. You know what happened there? The reporter goes up to Andrew Cogliano to to get his soundbite about the Iron Man streak that he just lost. And then the reporter immediately realizes, I just made this grown-ass man Mm. who's a professional and an athlete Mm. start crying. What have I done? And he his reaction is, oh, save it with a nickname. Save it with a nickname. Me and him go way back. Yep. We go way back. Listen, I know I just made him cry. Listen, slaps. 
I know you're crying right now. Look, Slicky, Slicky Dick, I know this is a hard time for Listen, you. Listen, Jim Jam. Oh, Bubba Boo, Cogaloo. Come on. Don't call him by his cogs. Maybe Cogliano was like, ah, well, at least I'm still cogs. You know, at least I'm. You can't take that away from me. You can't suspend the cogs. You know what? Honestly, 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 as a, a Vancouver Canucks fan, uh, always um, feared Cogliano, especially when he's playing on the Oilers, on the toilets. Sorry. Edmonton. On the Edmonton toilets. Toilers. He was always, he was always a, he was always a bit of a threat. On the toilets. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just played a lot against us because of his Iron Man streak. Yeah. I almost think we should award Highlight of the Night to us for coming up with the Edmonton toilets. I think that's a better solution for this problem we have right now. Mm-hmm. So, misplay of the day. Maybe we ran into some speed bumps near the end of the podcast. Sure. Who doesn't? Highlight of the Night. Spoiler alert. The Edmonton spoilers. We've been drinking. Spoiler alert, we had no corporate sponsor. I know. Today. Sad. It is sad, but we found a way. We made it through. You know what? You 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 work hard and uh you, you This know, part of the try, podcast is like that your, part in the date where you know the date's over, but you know if the conversation ends, the date will end too, and so you keep talking about stuff and both people are like Uh have you seen uh Spartacus? That is kind of a fun part in the date or when you're with somebody that you haven't uh, like kissed yet or something and you both know it's going to happen, but you're just kind of talking. You're kind of talking in circles because it's like this awkward sort of tension and like neither of you wants to make the first move. Totally. And there's a there's a pause kind of and fun. you're like, that's the pause. Yeah. Instead of acting on the pause, you start a new conversation. Coward ice. Coward ice. You know who's... Was that Boone Jenner's nickname? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> it was. It was Boone Jenner's nickname. Ah, oh, no, we permazammed We permazammed him. We permazammed Boone uh, Jenner. Oh, we, oh, man. This episode had too much coward ice in it. Man, we got through the whole podcast without... And we ended up with a permazam? That's how oh, we end this episode? That's brutal. God. I, I'm tempted to cue the Hockey Sport podcast theme music, but I think we have and to... And just start it all over again? I, I think we have to... Let's just cue it it. and start the whole podcast again. Start it. Unfortunately, when you permazam someone and then fail to live up to the permazam, the whole podcast starts over again. So So get ready. Story number one. We've got another hour and a half, guys. Another hour and a half for you. So top story, everybody. Top story. Top story of the night. Olympic hockey preview. Ooh. For this top story, we're going to pretend that we didn't know the Olympic hockey team uh, wasn't in it. Sorry. We can't do it. I can't go back. I can't do it either. I can't go back. We can't. We can't. I can't do it again. I think we have to go straight to horoscopes. I know, everybody. You're disappointed. You know that when we permazam and fail, we have to restart the whole podcast. And you want to hear us say all the stories again, but we have to go to the horoscopes so uh, today's horoscope i hope you guys like it it is the first horoscope of the bibla sign and who's our lucky horoscope uh, recipient today kevin shattenkirk a unique sign kevin travel by air perhaps in the company of some friends 
could well be in the works for you. A group with which you're affiliated might want to take a trip together, perhaps to a place associated with artistic or spiritual traditions. Your romantic partner could accompany you as well, making it as much a romance getaway as an adventure. Take plenty of money with you. Your friends will want to go to nice places. Mm. Good words for New York Rangers defenseman Kevin Shattenkirk. I think that means he's going to get traded. Or go to Vegas. Just as a trip, like not as a trade? We can't talk about trades. Oh, that's true. We, yeah. we zammed it. We zammed it. We gave a preemptive trade oh, deadline. Crap, does that mean we have to go back to the beginning of the podcast <sighs> again? No, it wasn't a permazam. Oh, thank goodness. Although these rules are arbitrary. I mean, aren't all hockey sport rules arbitrary at this point? It does seem that way. There's a type of challenge involving coaches that I can't, can't talk, talk about. We oh, can't coaches talk about either. coaches either. Well... That is our limit of Zams that we cannot pass, which means it is time to cue the Hockey Sport Podcast theme music. It's nice to end on an arbitrary note. It does seem arbitrary. Isn't it interesting to think about how this entire hockey sport we love and think about and talk about and the history that's so rich to us in millions of years will mean absolutely nothing in billions even when the earth is destroyed by the sun and our species is wiped out of existence it won't be remembered by anything and will fade into infinite darkness is that a good note to end on or should we and not something more hopeful to end on. Is that hopeful? It's very hopeful. It's a way of saying sometimes nothing I, matters. Yeah, sometimes I feel hope in the fact that we're so significant. That's nice. That's reassuring. Yeah. I think that's the right way to end this. I feel like uh, we've great. reached a point of mm-hmm. sort of a blissful acceptance of an inevitable fate yeah which is what life as a canucks fan has been for many years sure so i hope that this podcast has left you the listeners the viewers the fans the lovers the, the dreamers the dreamers i hope we left you today with the kind of uh, brooding unease and sense of fatality that mm. all canucks fans have held and i assume buffalo sabers fans for a while too That's maybe true. st louis blues Wow, we have a lot in common with Buffalo Sabres fans and St. Louis fans. We've really been trying to bring you down to our level and hoping that you can see things from our perspective. If you think this is a jaded podcast with a nihilistic view on the future of humanity and possibly uh, all heat death of the universe, learn our history. Learn what we've been through. We love you. We love you. And we hope you return. It's been a good one. It's fading out and we can't stop it. It's fading out. We don't get a tagline this time. It just fades out. It's the heat death of the universe. Why don't we just keep talking and then it'll just slowly fade out. Just say as many things as you can. Yeah, yeah. Name as many things as you can about the city of Ottawa.
Uh, it's not going to be the capital anymore. It's going to be moved to Houston. I, there uh, I think that there were arenas in like a really weird place. Country, I went there one time too. Uh, I was, was like, I was playing at bowling. Yeah, it was, there was like a oh, bowling hole. Yeah. That's cool. There and was like a we, nice uh, view we through over the water uh, across the way, and there was some bowling. There was a plane there. Guess if it wasn't there, it's a pity, but it's a Disney moment. It's a beautiful place. 